0: Today's guest is John Gallagher, Vice President of Government Relations for VGM. Gallagher, who's racked up several million travel miles in his 20 years on the job, joins HME News in 10 to talk about what it's really like to be an HME road warrior. Find out why all politics are local, the benefits of not traveling light, and why it's important to have a dog. Stay tuned. I'm Liz Bollier. And I'm Teresa Flaherty. And this is HME News in 10 from HME News. Stay with
1: us. This episode of HME News and 10 is sponsored by the HME Databank. The HME Databank has the data you need to make knowledgeable decisions and move your business in the right direction. Determine your market share and track your competitors with the most comprehensive database of Medicare statistics available. For more information and to subscribe, visit www.
0: Good morning, John. How are you today?
1: Great. How are you, Teresa?
0: Good. Thanks for joining us on the HME News and 10 podcast.
1: Looking forward to it.
0: So, John, in your role as the Vice President of Government Relations for BGM's government relations team, you uh, spend a lot of time on the on the road. How long have you actually been in that role?
1: Uh well we were just talking about that the other day. Uh from July of two thousand and two, so a little over uh a little 20 over years? twenty years.
0: Really great. So how many travel miles do you think you've racked up in all that time?
1: <laughs> uh we talked about that too. Not that it matters, but I'm considered for Delta Airlines a two million miler. I've got about oh another half million out there on American and Another half million somewhere with TWA and all Northwest and all those airlines no longer with us, uh, and that doesn't count the the miles in a car.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any travel tips to share?
1: <laughs> well, they used to be fun tips, but uh, yeah. lately the uh, travels not been as fun. You know, uh, and I'm I'm the worst one to ask. I go pretty heavy now with workout clothes and extra shoes and extra this and extra that, just in case, because you never know if you're going to spoil a shirt or what have you. So I'm probably the worst to ask because I don't travel light anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But now with the way travel is, it's harder and harder, fewer flights. You know, you're looking at shorter layover times. If you can get a rental car, you know, how do you, how do you set that up? I think the biggest thing people need to think about as they travel now is, what is your alternate flight? In other words, if this flight should cancel, where? Uh, how do I get home? And it's not if, it's when the flight gets canceled anymore or delayed. Uh, a good example is a couple of weeks ago, I was coming back from, uh, gosh, where was I? I was on the East Coast somewhere and delayed in Atlanta delayed and cancelled in Atlanta. They put me on another flight that was going to go through Detroit rather than Minneapolis. That was also cancelled. And I started the day probably about six in the morning. This was closer to eight o'clock at night trying to get a flight back on a Friday, which is never good. And finally was able to find a car, a rental car in Omaha and a flight to Omaha. So then I flew to Omaha got in about one thirty, drove to my car, which was in Cedar Rapids, getting there about six thirty Saturday morning and then driving home, getting home somewhere around nine o'clock. So well over twenty four hours and that's just part of the course anymore with the way travel's going. So I guess the the only tip I could give is travel heavy and and uh and know your alternative flights.
0: Yeah, yeah. John, you know you visit both um a lot of the different states around the country, but you also go to Capitol Hill in D.C. pretty regularly. Do you have to, like, prepare yourself mentally or whatever um, differently for the state visits versus Capitol Hill?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, it's really, you know, and I always talk, you know, and kudos to uh, Jay Witter and the folks there at A. Home Care, they are the grass tops in D.C., where we I tend to be more of the grassroots working with folks back in the states. And as you alluded, we do go to D.C. And when that happens, I mean, you've got to change your your uh, approach. D.C. is still suit and tie. If you can get meetings, because a lot of meetings still are, are Zoom. But if you can get meetings in D.C., they're still uh, formal meetings and tend to be at 10,000 feet. In other words, you're really addressing a, a bigger issue as far as for the industry. When you get to the state level or the grassroots level and you're meeting with a congressman and or a senator or state representatives, everything's local. Uh, and that, that is a true uh, saying that uh, all p- politics is local, especially locally. And so you wanna try to keep it casual. So it's more open collar blazer. If you come in with a tie, they kinda look at you or a suit. And then the other part of that is localizing. Your conversation. So, if I'm meeting and doing a meet and greet, as an example, yesterday we had Congresswoman Hanson, our Congresswoman, in Waterloo, Iowa, and so we addressed issues that were impacting providers in her district. So, folks like Hearted Drug or Covenant Hospital, and, and so addressing it from a standpoint of very locally to bring home the same issue that you're talking about in D.C., but you're talking at it at a 10,000 foot level. DC versus how it impacts those constituents right there if that makes sense
0: it does it does you know whether it's on a state level or on the national level you know do you have a particular lobby lobbying win that you'd like to share what, what do you think has been your biggest one to date
1: oh I, I couldn't point to one that that would be mm-hmm. my lobby win I think there's a lot of team wins that are out there going to the early days of competitive bidding when we were able to get it if you remember the one year delay. That was definitely a team effort. I think the CARES Act with Senator Thune that was uh, included into the PhE, that was a huge win for the industry and once again was a team win across the board with folks from Maine's in South Dakota with Senator Thune and folks in DC with a home care and across the board. So I think we've got a bunch of team wins. I don't think there's any individual wins out there.
0: John, you meet a lot of people, but who would you like to have a beer with if you could?
1: Ah, good question. Alive or dead? Either one. Either one. Hmm. From the standpoint of politics, you tend to get, you know, guarded answers. There isn't mm-hmm. any... You know, if you're sitting down with a politician, you're not going to get uh, very far. I guess from the standpoint of Alive right now, if I had a, had my dithers, I just finished a book called The, the Hero Code by William retired Admiral William McRaven. I would love to sit down and kind of pick his brain. He also did a book that was called, uh, which is great, Make Your Bed, and it's uh, 10 steps. And he equated the SEAL training to everyday life which I thought was great. And then with the the hero code, he breaks it down, everyday heroes, if you will. And I guess mm-hmm. for somebody who is no longer with us would definitely be General Patton, uh, okay. commander of the Third Army. As an old soldier, I, I served under the Third Army, so, and that was called Patton's Own. Uh, and so definitely would want to sit down with the general and kind of pick his brain.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that you uh, went with a couple of military guys like yourself.
1: But I, you know, I have to to say, I, I am blessed in this position. As much as I complain about the travel, once I get there, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I can sit down with some really interesting people and have mm-hmm. a beer. You know, with, you know, a Ch- Chuck Williams from Indiana, or or uh, George Kutzka or uh, Frank Tremel. You know, I can go down the the list of folks. Just kind of pick their brain on, you know, the the risks they took to start their business and mm-hmm. the risks they take on a daily basis uh, mm-hmm. to keep and, and employ people. Uh, mm-hmm. It can't be said enough hats off to the, the folks in this industry that do what they do every day and take care of the folks that they, they take care of.
0: John, outside of Iowa, what's been your favorite state to visit and why? <laughs>
1: uh I would always have to say the mountain west so your montanas idaho's mm-hmm. uh the big sky area just cause the beauty sheer beauty of it uncle sam sent me to a lot of really cool places mm-hmm. <laughs> and some not so cool places some hot places but going out there just just the sheer beauty beauty of uh, our our mountain west the people out there are fantastic you know mm-hmm. I, I think people are fantastic wherever you go be at the south or the west or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but out there, they're just a more rugged, individualistic, and, and, you know, focused on the here and now rather than what what they want to project. So I, I always enjoy going out to, to the Mountain West.
0: So I one time I uh, caught you on the phone. I think you were on vacation fishing on a lake in northern Minnesota. I'm curious what else <laughs> you like to do. <laughs> I'm curious what else you like to do um, to relax when you are home.
1: <laughs> well, uh, family is very important to me, so family's everything. Uh, and we've got uh, my my wife Beth and I have five girls and one boy, and we're down to our last. Our son, mm-hmm. he's eighteen and, and a senior, and about to embark on hopefully a a college basketball career. So that's always mm-hmm. important. So I enjoy coming home and and doing shoot around with him. Got three dogs, so we've got. Uh, A black lab a yellow lab and and a a golden retriever and uh, (laughs) rightly or wrongly we're we're definitely dog people Um, Mm -hmm. all our kids as they they got to 15 16 we would allow them to get their own dog Mm -hmm. and I always felt my father did the same I always felt that you know especially at that age 15 16 you know you've got a lot of fake friends but you always with your dog Mm -hmm. you got a friend Mm -hmm. so coming home playing with those dogs is everything uh i've got my own i've got the yellow yellow lab is is now a year old and he's going to be my hunt dog so i'm looking forward to that i garden people probably don't know that do a ton of canning Uh, the girls all like my pasta sauce so Mm -hmm. i make a pasta sauce and a salsa so i do a lot of that with uh, about uh, 70 uh, tomato plants so I do a lot of that, and then last but not least, I, I enjoy once again the shoot around with Patrick when I can. Mm.
0: Great. Okay. Well, John, it's been a uh, nice t- chatting with you today. Thanks for uh, sharing a little bit about your uh, travel you experiences in your personal life. All right. Well, well thank I you so much. It.
1: Thank you so much. And that's HME News and Ten.